Yeah. Got Look at our guest today. Good. Fucking 802. He's on time. Rusty. <laughs> How are you, man? <laughs> How are you? Good. Rusty. Fucking Zoom had to update before I could get on. <laughs> well, that happens. That happens to a lot of people. They yeah. jump on and then they're yeah. like, "Oh fuck, I haven't used this again." What the here. fuck well, is this? Yeah, Rusty yeah. hasn't hasn't been on since two thousand four. <laughs> <laughs> when it was called Z. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was something like a Zoom. It was called booze. It was what called two can. It was called two cans and a string. <laughs> Get ready. Woo! We are tour and we're doing it better anybody else alive now buddy landell it's so hard for me to sit back here at this studio looking at a guy out here hollering my name when last year i spent more money on spilt liquor in bars from one side of this world to the other than you made you're talking to the rolex wearing diamond ring wearing Kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine right, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! Episode 29 of Dom Day Tales is here, and let me tell you, you're going to want to grab a nice cold beverage for this one. I'm your host, Justin, and as always, I'm with my esteemed co-host, the powers of the Proverbs, the authorities of the adage, Donnie, Babe, and Cote. Dizzy Patterson, our executive producer extraordinaire, is with us as always, tilting back a few frosty brown pops. Gentlemen, after a lengthy contract dispute, Babe is back with us. Babe, we're going to start with you. Any constructive feedback you want to share with the group after reviewing the last few episodes? Yeah, you know what? I thought, Justin, you and Donnie did a great job. I really did. Uh, There was one other guy on the call. I don't even know who it was, but I thought you and Donnie did a great job. Thanks, Babe. Yeah, uh, You're welcome. Yeah. I, I don't. Well, I don't know who. Oh, oh! I, I recognize that voice. That was the third guy. What's his name? The fucking guy who carries this show. You prick! Oh fuck you! You don't carry anything. Not your fucking beer. Oh. Well, you don't because you're drinking. You're fucking drinking it. Lush. Thank you. Awesome stuff, guys. We're gonna hop right into it and bring out our first guest or our, our guest for tonight. Um, are you ready? He's the winner of six Dom Day championships, including one as a coach of the, his franchise in the inaugural season. Add to that, he has an amazing four Eddie Miltons, two Mickey Mantles, and a worst coach award. Holy moly, here comes the goalie. Let's give a big woo for the nature boy. Please welcome to the show, Westy. Woo, Westy. Hey, kids, how are you? Six? You fucking won six times? Fuck you, I've been sober six times. You don't have to be sober to win. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? I think silver's a little silver's a little overrated at Dom Day. <laughs> Good to see you, Westy. Good to see you. How's the COVID treating you? Yeah, pretty quiet around here. I bet. I'm not not doing too much. There you go. Like Staying safe. Perfect. I'm Perfect. one of those guys who doesn't know what's going to happen if I ever get it. So, <laughs> where are you, Westy? Where am I? Yeah. Like, where do you live? Newmarket. He's in the, he's at the cottage in like Placid. Yeah. <laughs> My home away from home. Yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. I only go Alrighty. there when I need a nap. Alrighty, guys, we're going to hop right into it. Before, But before we get into our normal introduction with Westy and get into how he got into Dom Day, I think I'm going to pose something back to the, the panel. 
we're told that this is the first episode that Westy will have listened to. He hasn't listened to a single damn podcast. What are your thoughts on that, Donnie? Maybe I'll throw it to you. Well, I, quite, quite frankly, I'm stunned. I mean, our, with our ratings off the charts and, and here we are, you know, just recently we had, you know, Tish Shepard nominating, nominating us for the Milton for, for next year for what our great work and keeping the Dom Day community together over the past 10 months. And then we find out today that Westy hasn't heard a damn sentence from the podcast, 28 episodes. He hasn't heard one thing, you know? I, I don't know. Cote, I just... I'm, well, I'm sure. and you know how he actually found out? The fucking guy at the Newmarket Beer Store told him about it. He said, <laughs> you should listen to this podcast. And Westy's like, what is it about? This What's a baseball pod- tournament in this Rexdale thing. <laughs> Westy's like, I play in that. And that's yeah. how it all took place. Westy never fucking heard it himself. He heard it from the guy at the beer store in Newmarket. <laughs> he, was, he was too busy looking for Fergie's burner phone. He thought he could use it again. <laughs> Oh, that's good stuff, guys. Well, he's been busy. I mean, it's been 10 months lockdown. You know, he's there's hardly enough time to listen to a damn podcast. I was looking for some time and I was going to binge listen. Yeah. <laughs> or just binge. Binge drinking, binge listening. One of the two. <laughs> uh, that's good stuff, guys. So, Westy, we're going to hop right into it. Uh, we, we yeah. uh, for, for you, your first time on this, we normally hop into an introduction as far as how you got into the tournament. Um, so we're told you came in in 1981. You lost to a ball player who's gone on uh, to uh, win a few championships. You lost rookie of the year to Nick Wolf that year. Um, <laughs> tell me a bit about how you got into the tournament. Well, I, I hung with a few of the guys from from public school, and then it was the TCI crowd. For some reason, I never never hung too much with the guys from Keeler, and it was always the TCI guys, Ross and uh, Gordy Copeland and. Uh, Babe and Minnow and Woody and all those guys, and they got into it before I did. Um, in the beginning, the first couple of years, I was still skiing competitively, so I didn't uh, uh, wasn't around on the weekends. But uh, <clears throat> when that sort of ended, uh, what else do you do on July weekend? Yeah, and it really came down to Justin. When we're going through friends, you go, who drinks a lot? Who likes to drink more than a lot? And who do you think could survive a weekend of Dom Day baseball? And obviously, Westy's name came right to the top. Back, back in those days, you had to go for tryouts every Saturday before the tournament. I got I to gotta say, though, the one thing that's probably jumping out to me is I think you're the first and maybe the only guy ever in Dom Day history to say you couldn't play in Dom Day over Canada Day weekend because you were skiing competitively. I don't know. Were you skiing in the Alps or, or where, was there snow in Rexdale in July? Or, like, water, or water skiing. One oh, of the water, water skiing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Forgive this millennial for trying to get to the no, bottom of this. You might see it at the We know that sometime. teaching online is tough, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm learning lots. <laughs> oh, that's awesome stuff. So in your rookie yeah, year, the other guy, the other guy, by the way, there's one other guy in Dom Day that also skied competitively and that was Lil. Lil Lil was a water skier too. And uh I think he won it all in what 77 Westy? 78. Well, we have similar builds. So I mean yeah. 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 Was he a skier or a plower? <laughs> Lil tore the fucking rope off the boat <laughs> and they had to quit the competition. They broke he it. Was, he was more like a buoy. <laughs> a big one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, move on. I, I'm sorry. Oh sure. Sorry, Lil. <laughs> Yeah. Don't, don't worry. Lil's another guy who doesn't listen to the podcast, so he'll never hear that. <laughs> you can rip him. 
Yeah. <laughs> say what say whatever you want. Lil, Chevy, you're good. Right. All righty. So in your first year, you played for the Dumac Dogs. You won I a did. championship. You were we part did. of the, the 4W outfield. Tell us a bit about that team. Yeah, that was uh, first year. I didn't know a whole ton of guys, but uh, that was a pretty good squad. I mean, uh, Al's not a bad player. It wasn't then. Anyway, uh, I remember we, having, we had uh, Mitch on shortstop. who was probably one of the premier shortstops that ever played until he got his beak broken. Uh, and the four W's were, it was me, Wolf, uh, Pete White, and uh, Woodford. I don't know if I quite, I wasn't even at the top three of the W's. So, uh, Woodford, Greg Woodford. Was Woodford an outfielder? Was Greg Woodford, yeah. In the outfield? Woodford? Yeah, it wasn't, outfield. wasn't the W4 outfield. It was a W4 offense. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Forgive me. I'm still reeling over the skiing thing. <laughs> Justin's looking it up now. Yeah, he's got a he's got a he's got a photo of Lil in a in a, in a, in a speedo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to bounce back from that one. Jeez, there, there's a, there's an image we don't need. No. So so obviously in your rookie year you play for the the four W team. You've gone on to win six championships. You've played for you counted eighteen teams. Eighteen teams, yeah. Yeah. So how's that? Who jumps out to you? Who did you like playing for? Who didn't you, who didn't you like playing for? I was one of those weirdos that didn't actually mind playing for Bobby. <laughs> Bobby wow. loved, it was, he loved you. It, it was, oh yeah. I, I think it was, yeah. it was four or five times. Um, yeah. You know, his teams were always pretty much always competitive too, which was, you know, concerned everybody hated him. I mean, that's probably why everybody hated him. Almost like Wolf. Um <laughs> Yeah, of course, he played for like he had a couple in there on Beasley's too. And and there those was, weren't your six championships, I assume. No, no, not yeah. quite. They were probably early exits. Yeah, fair. <laughs> and, so beyond those six championships, you've won four Eddie, Eddie Melton Awards. Um, yeah. So why don't you tell us what what uh, led to you winning those Eddie Melton Awards? The the Milton that came from uh, helping. Uh, well, at one point, I was doing all the printing for the the. Uh, the program and it was i think it was donnie's idea let's let's let's, say, let's have a program this year and i think the first one was like three pages folded in half so it equals six <laughs> six little reading things and a couple of staples and that was it that's some hand-drawn stuff on the front and the lineups and that was it yeah. and it just grew from there um yeah and they you know it just got funnier as, as everything in dom day it got bigger and funnier every single year no, you, <laughs> it was, it was, I, I remember when you came down to Buffalo, remember? A <laughs> couple couple of times when we got gassed and wrote the program. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah we so. had to get it all done in one afternoon type thing. <laughs> yeah. And I, the first time I did that, I get down to Donnie's place. He goes, well, you, well, you can't do this sober. I was like, well, that, that's interesting because I got to drive home. I had something on. <laughs> so I had to drive back from Buffalo, half gassed, <laughs> through the border to get to something that night. I don't think I quite made the engagement, but yeah we knocked out at the time i'm sure there was five or six teams and yeah. we had a write-up on every single player by the time eight or nine o'clock rolled around i don't know how many beers we were into it by then but we had a couple we had a couple <laughs> one or two and, and and would that have been donnie would that have been the first iteration of the program i know you guys sent newsletters and all that sort of stuff but was that the kind of origin of the program 
Well, I think Westy did one by himself, if I remember. He, I think, did you? I might have done the first one, yeah, because I think, I think we he, had a ske- it was pretty much a schedule on the rosters, and uh, that yeah. was about it. And then we somehow got together and said, well, let's get a, let's turn, turn it up a notch. So then he came down to Buffalo, and I, I want to say it was Dom Day 9 that was the, the program. Um, it was a green, it was a green one and it was just photocopied, you know, papers that we photocopied and folded in half and maybe yeah, might've been. That was the thing my dad had a photocopier back, back in the days, that was an issue. Yeah. So we're getting to print it all for free and whatnot. Yeah. It was like, it was like three or four pages full of half and staples. (laughs) Are you losing Westy like I am or is that the. Yeah. And if it was the green one, I probably still got it. Oh, well, it throws up. I have to ask the neighbor two doors down. The internet is shaky. Wester, did, 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 did your parents come to some of the original Dom days? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He froze. I think he's yeah, frozen. He's, gonna, he's just going down to his neighbor's two doors down to see if they increase <laughs> the like band. 10 years, 10 years in a row. First. That's the luck he had sure. when he got lost in the hotel. <laughs> yeah, like certainly until they moved out to Tilsonburg. You froze there for a second. You said they were there 10 years? Probably oh, at least, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, or they could drive you home. <laughs> no, they weren't there for that. <laughs> they fucked off by four. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Uh, some stuff. So while we actually talk about uh, Westy's parents, I, I know some of the guys had mentioned that some of their memories are are around um, your parents' house at Ringway and some of yeah. the the good times they had at, at your parents' place and how the door was always open. Um, so much, why don't you yeah. take us take us back to to your place on on Ringway and just tell us some of your memories about that place, and then we'll get some of the other guys to layer on what they remember. Well, we had a pool, so that was always fun. Um, there's a few drunken cocktails around the pool. Um, and, and for a long time, we were, I guess we we're just probably just finishing high school. They went bowling every Friday night, so we had the house for like two hours on Friday night from like seven till nine. So the deal was pretty much every Friday that you know, guys would be sitting around the corner waiting for the, the the station wagon to pull out and go up to the bowling alley, up to the bowlerama there, and they'd be whipping in with a beer like two minutes after, like a whole case. And we'd always, we'd make sure the whole case was gone, hide the empties in the attic, and then we'd go out and do something stupid. <laughs> so by the I don't know how. <laughs> That went on for an entire bowling season. I think I don't know how many cases of empties were in the attic that we had to pull out one year. <clears throat> we, had, we had to do it when they went to a, on a trip to England, I think. Oh. So we were <laughs> passing all these cases of empties out. We had a good party after that with all the money came back. But uh, that was that was the Friday that was the Friday nights for a long time. Oh. Yeah, but then eventually we would go there like we would be there for whole weekends. They must have gone away somewhere and shit, right? Hell yeah. Well, they used to, you know, they had their yearly trips. I mean, there was Vegas at least once a year for a week. Um, I mean, they went to England two or three times or four times, maybe like. And there was always his uh, dad's Air Force reunions. Oh, yeah. So that was like a week a year that they were gone. something about your parents place we just like accelerated our alcohol intake like it just got dumb always and your basement was great too yeah that was good yeah the basement was pretty good for it so i mean that's when we really hung right like remember that i don't know yeah wave that that night that we were it was probably 5 30 and we were watching football on a saturday afternoon and we said to howie who was lit about about that um that the beer store was going to close in in 
a half hour and he oh, came down yeah. the stairs <laughs> and he hit his head on the overhang yeah and he went fucking parallel remember he his body went dead I, parallel in the air and then hit the ground he was in I such get, a hurry to come down and get his wallet at the head of the beer store yeah <laughs> i can't believe that didn't include a trip to the hospital oh he fucking was airborne yeah when you're five when minutes straight the down. first thing that hits the ground is the back of your head that's usually a bad sign did he get did he make it to the beer store Yep, 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 yeah, yep. yeah. She probably yeah. shouldn't have been driving, but uh, they had so many. <laughs> like I remember, I got blamed for the night after the one party that the B fifty two bomber that hung over the bar forever ended up in the uh, in a full size sugar bowl sugar on the bar the yeah. next morning. Yeah, it was yeah. like well, I don't fucking know how it got there. Yeah, I'm we surprised re- you would get blamed for that. Yeah, we were reenacting fucking D Day. <laughs> well, we used to have the big caps tournaments too. Oh, huge! Remember, yep. Yeah, playing end end to end in that rec room. Yeah, caps. Yeah. And, and and the beauty of your house was Annan and Hawk and Copeland lived within walking distance, right? Like those guys. Oh, easy. Yeah, real easy walking distance. Staggering around the corner and like yeah. West. Do you remember the time that there was probably the a couple times got... Anna probably didn't even make that hundred feet, but no. And he <laughs> remember the time that uh, the two guys got in the accident right out front. And they just, the one guy got out and got his racing form out and just sat there. We sat out in the porch and watched them. They refused to move, right? And the guy just sat there and watched the racing yep. for him. Like, that was great. That was a, that was the slickest corner in Rexdale. More people spun out on that curve in front of your house. Yeah, I don't know why. That, that You're right. That pavement was bad there. Yeah, because remember, we had polished. a couple of years, we had the Ringway 500, right? Like, so so yeah, that's, get into the that's probably why it was, yeah. that's probably why it was so slick. Yeah, Tuesday was always fast qualifier in that red firebird. He could always go like stink around the corner. But you'd always pick up the Salika at the end, Cote. Yep, yep, take it exactly. Over. Run that. But that was a great street to race around. I don't think the neighbors appreciate it, but tough. Well, between Danny and his bird and uh, Hawkins and his Zed. Yep, yep. It was always good. Yeah, and the pool was awesome. Like, I remember oh. jumping off the roof of the garage one night and fucking ran into Woody and broke my nose. <laughs> Do you remember Annan? Annan was like an enigma. Yeah. Could, you know, he'd smoke like a ton of, you know, 100 packs of cigarettes and yeah. then he'd swim. He'd be under the water like a manatee for like 10 yeah. minutes. He'd he was like, the only guy that could do forth like four times. He did four legs of the pool on the ground. Yeah. yeah after, after a pack of the Moriers. Really? Yeah. 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 Well, he was unbelievable. And then he could wash, wash down his, his accomplishments with a two four. <laughs> and, and then stumble home and pass out on the lawn on the lawn <laughs> and his mother comes and call him a picklehead yeah. oh that's the guy that's the guy i love that guy oh, oh yeah. it was we had we had great times on ringway west on ringway oh. it, so it, 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 where was ringway funny. i never made it to that house like where where's Thank ringway God. you were there once it was by kirk mckinney was i yeah 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 it was okay, right across was gonna... the street from Kirk. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, really? He they were on Ringway? How yeah. did I yeah. end up there? A uh, wrong turn. I had a, I had a big party one. You and Donnie and uh, uh you and Al and uh somebody else came in and you guys were just gunned. I remember you that. got there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why you didn't remember yeah. it, Donnie. Might have been Dumpkey. Dumpkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. That was good a good times in Rexdale, though. Yeah. Yeah. A little different now, but <laughs> so okay, so a lot a lot obviously going on here. We've got Lil in a bathing suit, 
Anon as a manatee. <laughs> I think there's a lot of imagery going on. I mean, this, this, thank God this is a podcast and not a TV show because I think, you know, we might be canceled pretty quickly. But I can't wait another, yeah. another half hour. This is going to be good. Be I know. Is, is there, so maybe before we move on, is there anybody else in a bathing suit you guys want to, you know, throw under the bus? No, but to our point and Westy's house, Justin, another famous one was Westy. He would always pass out in that freaking lounge chair down downstairs and how he never set the house on fire. Like we were always shocked. Like Woods even I go, fuck, Westy fell asleep with a cigarette. Full, the thing would burn. And how many times, Westy, did you wake up? And to our young listeners out there, they would not know what a test pattern is. But, but when the TV <laughs> stations were finished all their programs in the day, the, the screen just went to the local the station. Yeah, the sit there and yeah. Say, yeah, until six o'clock or seven o'clock the next morning when fucking Billy would go back to the TV station and start playing shit again. And Westy would wake up at three thirty in the morning, always looking at the test pattern and with a dead cigarette. And it's amazing you didn't burn the house down. Hard to believe. Yeah. But that happened a lot. That happened a lot. Yeah. And thank God to Westy's credit, because you know, Westy was not that many guys smoked, but Westy smoked and his sister smoked and his other sister smoked and both his mom and dad smoked. And Westy was the only guy that got a pack of cigarettes in his lunch every day going to high school. <laughs> or, or swipe one off mom and dad. Yep. Yep. Minor detail. They were the only ones that could afford cartons in those days. But Oh, that's good stuff. Babe, what about you? I mean, obviously, you, you grew up with, with Westy as well. I mean, we saw, talked about Cote jumping off the the, uh, the roof. What, what are some of your memories from Ridge, uh, Ringway? Well, Ringway, I mean... As Cote said, like the great parties we'd have, especially outdoors. I remember waiting for your parents to leave and then we'd wheel in and be around the pool and we'd be out by about five to nine. And then I also remember some of the epic parties in the basement and, you know, the ceiling was a little low too, as I recall. And, and how he wasn't the only guy who hit his head on the thing we had, there was numerous people that did that, but it was always great. And you'd leave and Westy would be passed out and it wouldn't matter. You just go you know you weren't waking them up you weren't doing anything you just leave and eventually the last person would just go and he'd, he'd still be there as Cote said you know the cigarette butt in his hand sometimes people would take the butt out and you know and and put it out but the majority of the time they just left them so where'd you guys end up going after after these nights like at 9 9 p.m you guys just wrap it up and go home i i, oh, I find no, that hard no. to believe we go to the we go to the skyline or what was spats or one of the other places you know that are yeah, highly yeah, regarded in Rexdale. Off there. Remember, I remember the one party there and we were up the next morning just sitting around in the kitchen trying to fucking figure out which way was up. And all of a sudden, the, the closet door moved in the kitchen where the broom closet was. And we're like, what the hell? Something's moving. It was Crouchman. Remember he'd slept in there. <laughs> well, we had like, pretty much lost him the night before. We couldn't yeah, figure out where the hell he was. Going, and who knows where he went? And that's where he was sleeping. Yeah, so, so. about 9 a.m. in the morning, we found him. <laughs> yep, yep. He was comfortable. Uh, that's good stuff, guys. So we're going to move on and, and talk a bit. I know we've talked uh, in some past episodes about some some memories from, from Potsdam, but obviously, Westy, you were a part of that group that went down to Potsdam. What are your recollections of, of going to visit Babe and, and the guys down at uh, the Hotel 19? You choked them up. Yeah. The, rec the recollections, I don't know. The, the trips were just epic. <laughs> any, any, any big memories jump out to you? Westy, do you remember the I time? I vaguely, when... vaguely remember a couple of gin and juice parties. Yeah. 
Remember the, we were the, at, the frat parties we were that went on there were just mind-boggling. The the beer trucks would back into the frat houses, open up the back, and it was just full of kegs, and they were just, you know, it cost like four or five bucks to get in. And then it was just they give you your plastic cup and it was bottomless. And away you went. Wesley, do you remember the time when uh, Kathy Helmer, who was a friend of ours, she had a like a 280 Z? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and you were just gunned. And she goes, oh, do you want to drive it? You want to take it for a ride? You're like, yeah. Yeah. yeah I do. <laughs> and you, you were gone. I don't know like what she hour. was. I'm not sure what she was thinking. No, I don't know. But you were gone for like an hour and everybody's going, oh, he smashed the car. He smashed the car. There's no question. And then Westy comes zooming around, doing a fishtail and wheeling it in. <laughs> this is a great car. I love this thing. Well, we got talking because I had my Z at the time. Hers was just a lot newer. <laughs> yeah. And so she and thought I she would let you drive it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, that was a mind-boggling thing. It was it me and Oxford wrote it. I think. didn't have any dents yet. <laughs> actually, it wasn't actually that bad. We were just cruising around. I mean, there, it was Potsdam. There's only so many places to go. <laughs> Stuff. Any other any other rec recollections, babe? Maybe you know, of, of, the... of of uh, your memories of when when Westy would come down to to Potsdam. Yeah, Westy was the only guy to flag down a cab in Potsdam. It was actually the police car because there were no cabs in. in in Potsdam, but it brought him to our place, which was good, and we didn't lose him. The cops drove him back. Yeah, the cops drove him back. Westy was out on the corner flagging the guy down and thought it was a, a cab, and the cop wheels over and it was a guy, uh, Gary Manor's brother, and he goes, uh, "Yeah," and he goes, "Hey, can you take me to 19 Crescent Hotel 19?" And the guy goes, "I'm not a cab. I'm a policeman." He goes, "I'll, I'll take you there." <laughs> and so we we see the cruiser pull up and out goes Westy and then he's waving to him. Hey, thanks a lot. <laughs> oh, that's a beauty. <laughs> oh shit. That's that hey Wesley, you were there the day too that remember Annan when we were sitting in Hotel 19 and this is after a long night of drink. The boys are up again and Annan was sitting in the chair and somebody threw him a a butt a cigarette. And somebody wheeled it to him. I think it was you, West. He threw it to him. And Anna, out of nowhere, catches it with his two fingers. Oh, yeah. Puts it, puts it <laughs> to his face. Like lights, his, lights the cigarette. And he goes, does somebody else have a beer? And somebody <laughs> wheels a beer at him. And he catches it with the other hand. And I go, fuck, there's more catches. And he's made all Dom Day forever. Exactly. You know, it, it was it was the unbelievable. You, you, you couldn't have done movie takes like that with 100 tries. Yeah. To get him to catch both. That was funny. When he caught that dart, that was unbelievable. The thing was traveling. It had no right to land in his fingers. None. Fantastic, guys. So obviously, I mean, lots of memories between Potsdam and, and Ringway and that. Um, we're going to hop back in into Dom Day and, and talk about a, a Dom Day franchise, obviously, that's uh, close to Westie's heart, but, but you know, has been brought up on this podcast a few times for for the uh, that big championship win in their, their inaugural season. Um, they became that year the third team to win in the first year after the Red Machine and the Hotel 19 had done it in prior years. But the 1992 Spartans become champions in their inaugural year with a roster of their coach, Paul West, Tuesday Filman, Chevy Savickas, Mike Fuda, Gordy McRae, Babe Patterson, Mike Robson, Mark Turney, Ronnie Burnell, Vic Seville, and Terry Sanko. 
Westy, take us back to that uh, that year. Tell us a bit about uh, that team. Actually, you know, I was looking at that roster today, and I was starting to wonder how many first round picks I had. A lot. I yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, that, that there's a whole lot of depth there. Yeah, with the exception yeah. of Lester and Turney, that's a good team. Well, I actually, you remember right? Lester didn't play, and that's how I wound up with uh, Guy Girard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just oh, Guy. Nice trade. Yeah. Hey, uh, well, yeah. I mean, it happened. Right Sometimes. place, the right time. Yeah. And the okay. robber. You had I'm the okay robber. With... Yeah, yeah. Robber well, he was, was he was a rookie that year. Nobody knew a thing about him. No, including, including his wife. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm sure I'm sure Robert I picked up in like the seventh round. Yeah. And he was He's probably like, a legit third or fourth. It was like having uh, Brett Shepard play. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely good. But yeah, well, I mean, I was looking at that and I was like, how geez, how many times did I pick in the first round? And and babe, you were a member of that team. What are some of your recollections? I mean, similar to uh what he was saying about that depth. Yeah, you know what? It was yeah, surprising. We had I, I, a, a really good team, and and Robert was, you know, when you take a guy in the seventh round who's like okay. a third or fourth rounder, makes a huge difference. And he he ended up being a huge part of it. And then obviously Lester going down with, um, okay, I think he, already I think he okay. broke both his legs and an arm. Uh, he was hit by Westy's car the night before, <laughs> and and then we got Guy Girard, and Guy Guy had to hit the opposite way, but. What nobody knew is Guy could hit it out of the park the opposite way. And uh, it was, we had, there were very little, there were actually no holes in that, that team. It was really good. I, mean, many, I think, yeah. I think Lester was a ninth round pick. Oh yeah. He's my last round pick. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's so how the whole thing went down. Turney? Yeah. Tur- no, was actually Turney. pretty good. You know, he, I think Turney, he, was he was all right. Yeah. I think he kept Who'd you guys beat in the reason. final? I think the boys. I, I can't actually. think of who it was in the final. It could have been the boys. Uh, I remember. No, it wasn't the boys because Bobby was up in the broadcast booth. Was he? Me. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That was the one. Um, when, what, when year, Fuda, what, what Dom Day was it? 92? 92. Yeah. Fuda hit the home run that was heard around the world. He beat the yeah. nine alarmers. The nine alarmers. Nine alarmers. Yeah. Yeah. Was Ooh, it really that's a big win. Yeah. Beat the nine alarmers. Because the, the one thing I do remember, we had uh, we had the best record. So I had the we picked our poison going into the the semifinal, and I picked what I thought was the strongest team. I thought we're going to do it. Let's do it right now and get it over with if we're gonna. Oh, so this is when Fuda had the big home run. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining in, Cote. Shut up. So I, I wonder if it was. I wonder too. if it was the red machine that I picked. It might have been. Yeah, because it was it was, and I got I got a feel they either beat us in the round robin or we had a tough time with them. Yeah. Or it could have been Beasley's. <laughs> well, that could have been, I guess. Yeah. 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 Maybe that was it. <laughs> but yeah, so, I, I remember the uh, the going into the you know where that was the uh, last inning when the feud was coming up, and I remember distinctly telling because he was not the. Uh, he was the winning run, but we there was only one out at the, at the time, and we had another guy on base who was actually standing on second or third or something at the time. And I said, "Feud, all you got to do is you got to just got to get a hit, because there's all kinds of talent coming up behind you too. I mean, we can do this one base at a time if we have to." But uh, yeah, you didn't listen, so <laughs> yeah. hence the victory. You were always <laughs> respected as a great coach, Westy. Yeah, just, guys, oh, just that one time though, Donnie. Just yeah. <laughs> I should have been considered the best drafter of the day, but <laughs> I think I think getting Gee over freaking Lester helped a little uh, bit. 
And as we've discussed before, that party was epic. One of the food. one of the greatest all time parties. Food, fucking food. Oh yeah, yeah. that was the yeah, that was the. Uh, but the whole party, the winter was circle, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably why, Donnie, because we didn't get any food, so everyone got right, right, they, right juiced, and they, they already took, been banged up from the fucking yeah. party at the field. They took texts out on the luggage. <laughs> cart. Yeah, that, that was a fun time. And, and Joe, I remember Joe, Joey was up on the on the uh, railing dancing on the there was a railing that went around oh the, yeah the main floor there you know and, oh, jesus what, what were oh, you gonna say babe you remember the robber he, he stayed over at our place and right. we had a lot of people there and my mom comes down in the morning gets me up and she goes babe there's uh, somebody in their underwear in the living room i don't know who it is he's <laughs> like, got a bone i go up and i go it was a robber <laughs> he was just gunned. He, and, uh, remember, and his wife called looking for him. Well, yeah, Louise. Yeah. 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 Who was that? Pam's cousin. Yeah, yeah. Pam's yeah. cousin. But his wife called and said, "You know, is Mike there? Mike, yeah. Mike, <laughs> Robert." We finally figured out it was Robert, and he was supposed to be home the night before or something. I forgot. Yeah. The story. I think they had a spat. Yeah, <laughs> that was his one and only Dom day. Put it that way. Get the hook. It was a yeah. good one. He's yeah. well remembered. Yeah, yeah and he oh, got yeah. a championship. So yeah. who was okay? So for us who weren't there, who was this robber guy? How did he get into the tournament? Who do you know? Like he was Ram's wife's cousin's husband. Yeah, and they live what, in that, the beaches, right down in yeah. the beaches. John, no, I Remick thought it was Pickering or something. Kennedy. Yeah, his wife Pam was Louise's cousin, and Mike <laughs> was her husband, and that's how he got in. But he was, he fit like a glove. Oh, yeah. He came rolling in and I think he lit it up right at the luncheon, babe, which was also at your house. Yeah. He started early. (laughs) And he, like, you know, poor guy, he just got caught up in it. (laughs) Exactly. For 48 hours, he (laughs) forgot about his family. (laughs) It It can happen. I mean, yeah. it can really happen. He's not the first guy, man. And, and then he got he got hit hard at the uh, blender party too. Oh, you know, yeah. Yeah. he was an all star. Movie, movie of the part. week. We're looking for a plot to happen. <laughs> and then, and then all of a sudden, he got to go back home to his miserable life. Life, not wife. Miserable life. So. Anyway. And and he and he and he never played again after this one year. Wins a championship, no. lights that the place it. on fire, and never came back. No. He exactly. Not, he was not allowed to venture. In I, don't he, I don't think he. Went home, I don't think he ever had a, a marriage after that year either. Oh, I think it sort of fizzled out a bit. He, he was a beauty. <laughs> I, he was great. Has yeah. anybody ever tried to get this guy back? If you know, all these years, later? his wife killed him the year after. <laughs> <laughs> she stabbed him. Yeah. Yeah. Him first. Yeah. Oh. Have to find that out first if he's still alive. Oh. <laughs> Somebody Google, Google Mike Robson and pickering see what pops up yeah. he was run over by his wife in the driveway one christmas <laughs> yeah. chased him down the street yeah. with a nine iron the yeah. ultimate <laughs> example of one and done Miss, oh. mrs p was like is there a mic here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh. that's fantastic stuff. Yeah, actually, we, we didn't hear too much from mark turney after that year too either i don't think yeah i think he played one more year and that was about it for him well, God knows what happened to him. Did he, come, did he come out with Woodward? And Might have been a few people looking for him. Yeah. yeah, that was before he opened his dental practice. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was oh. a beaut. I mean, summer teeth. 
dental practice. Yeah. So some, some are here, some are there. So, so the whole franchise sort of fizzled after that. Yeah. So I was going to ask you, you come in with a bang 92, you win your inaugural year, uh, three years later, or two years later, 94, you win the worst coach award. Um, so how many years was, were the Spartans around for? It was just the three. We just the three, we won the first year. We got into the playoffs the next year. Uh, and that was the skin of our teeth too. I think that was before the, uh, the coach protocol. And, uh, so I was the first of my first round pick. So that <laughs> kind of tells you where the talent was there. Um, I got to feel like, like I said, in the first year, I either pick first or second and still don't know how I got all those guys. So yeah, you, you got to figure they, they got to figure that my next pick was 12th and 13th. A lot of people drinking at the draft. <laughs> Could have been. That was before the golfing. <laughs> so what ended up? How many guys? They, like it's unbelievable. There's like a, a five second round players there. Yeah. We're really a good team. Uh, at least, Lacey, how'd yeah. you come up with the name Spartans? Where did that come from? It was just a thing. I used, uh, my limited knowledge of you know, mythology and all that, or Greek history and whatever. And the Spartans were supposed to be the fiercest warriors ever, and they wore red so nobody could see the blood. So that's where I went. Boy, there's a story for you. Yeah. yeah. Huh? Believe it or not, it had nothing to do with Michigan. <laughs> Michigan I'm State. A, I'm, I'm going to twist that fucking thing in the Grammy next year. I'll yeah. tell you that. <laughs> when Westy wears a red shirt to the fucking banquet, yeah. I know somebody's going to get injured. <laughs> 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 oh that's good stuff so so westy obviously you lose your franchise three years later win worst coach of the worst coach award like who brought who do you think brought the fran- franchise down like who were some of the guys on the way out obviously oh, you had a very talented team year year one but as you guys on your downfall or is there anybody on the, uh, on the downfall years i don't have any pictures i can't even remember who was on those teams um that bad yeah yeah oh yeah <laughs> Maybe, maybe. I think in the in my last year, I think it was we didn't go all for. I don't think so. I, I, think I could have applied again have. after a couple of years, but I was. I think you. Close. I think you picked Lester in the first round, hoping he wouldn't show up again. <laughs> <laughs> but then he showed. <laughs> I was going to trade him off for Guy again. <laughs> Stuff and and Westy obviously haven't been back since '94. Do you ever see the Spartans back in Dom Day? For sure. Yeah. One of these days we'll do it. Yeah. Awesome. That'll be great. I was, I was starting to get excited there when I was, there was a talk about Beasley's coming back. So I'm thinking, yeah, that'll be a good head to head. That would be a great opener (laughs) (laughs) or the last game (laughs) when it means nothing. (laughs) Maybe the opener. (laughs) It'll be the one on the West diamond, I think. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Awesome stuff guys. So we're going to move on and talk a little bit about Lake Placid. Uh, obviously Westy was an integral part of the team. Uh, the goalie, we alluded it to it at the beginning. Westy, why don't you tell us a bit about your recollections of playing with, uh, with the two cans? Uh, you know, well, even before Placid happened, I mean, there was a couple other recollections that, uh, we'd rather not recollect. I mean, there was the, the fiasco in, uh, McTeer, <laughs> the, the first 10 man hockey tournament that was, <laughs> We'll, we'll call it a hockey tournament. Some other people might call it a bitch slapping, but uh, 
uh, you know, we ran into, we threw this team together for, you know, a couple of laps on a weekend and, and ran into three other teams that were always in it for the money. Uh, Stelco and uh, the Carlsberg Lights, <clears throat> all big sponsorship, all, I'm sure they <laughs> did nothing but play hockey. And we knew Stelco didn't, they told us. They were all laid off at the time. Um, so that was, uh, no idea what the final score in that game was, but. <clears throat> I don't know. We, the fir- we scored the first goal. We got goal, the first right, goal. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. I yeah, they, they considered actually that a comeback. I blitzed down the right wing and let a let a lofty shot go that bounced in. We were up. We were up one well, nothing. We were I remember the five, comments and we were under. shaking hands about that. Yeah, yeah. It was thirteen to one. We lost thirteen to one. Yeah, it was thirteen to one or something. Yeah. yeah so. How many shots, Wesley? Thirteen. More than thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. So, Westy, I mean, going going beyond, obviously, as we talk about Lake Placid, what's uh, what was what was the team defense like? You know, were they a, a good squad to play behind, or after a couple of drinks, was uh, like pulling your hair out? No, you know, I was I was pretty nervous about going down because I sort of looked at the looked at the guys. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm the I'm the weak link here. I mean, I played EHA, but that was it. I only played that till I was 15 or something. Um, and I'm thinking, okay, Placid is a big name tournament. There's a it's going to be a half decent draw down there. Uh, but when we got going, I mean, it was, it was kind of funny playing for 10 men. Um, there was never, ever any talk of hockey until you actually went out to the bench, not nothing in a dress room other than the fact that, you know, that maybe there was a, okay, guys, let's go. Or which or, way is the ice? It was usually, yeah. What rink are we on? <laughs> what rink are we on? How much beer have we got for after the game? Uh, you know, stuff like that. But when we got on the ice, it always turned into all business. I mean, there was a lot of smart hockey players on that team. Regardless, you know, they didn't have uh, the talent might have been a few years ago, but uh, there was a lot of smart hockey players. And we did all right in those tournaments. How many times did we win that, Cote? Well, you're Donnie? Nine or ten times? Well, we said we did. I think we won five. But we, yeah, it was more than that. It was five. All of our, five, six, all, seven. All of our shirts said 10 time world champions. <laughs> yeah. they, were, they were printed ahead of time. I'd, like say, the, the worst, the I'd you, say the worst one ever was, and so this is how many years we would have gone, was the year Babe came. So Babe had obviously finished playing pro. And we had that game about 8.30 at night in the 32 rink, oh, remember? And yeah. there wasn't a sober guy except Westy who who could not a guy could skate or talk or walk and you got bombarded the entire game because we were in such bad shape it was it was excellent we didn't lose that bad though did we that was great to watch <laughs> yeah i tripped but i mean there you know i mean there were some years i mean we played against some pretty talented teams still did all right i mean i remember i think it was the first year we did the night before the night before uh, our first game was in the middle of the afternoon. Um, and we had practiced once and uh, we had gone out to Sarnak for an hour skate the day before, I, I guess on Thursday or Friday or something. And uh, <clears throat> part of the thing was we always wanted the full team. There was always 15 or 16 skaters. So we, we could lose a few and nobody cared. But I mean, the first game, everybody was fresh. I was watching the clock. We had a full full line change done on the fly, no whistles. Everybody was right into it. And I think we, we won that game. That was one of the years we won. 
And we were playing against guys that were uh, like three and four years out of uh, NCAA Division One, a bunch of yeah. times. So for for our listeners, you know, in the history of the ten men, you know, we used to. It's a it's a Friday, Saturday, and get to the playoffs. You play Sunday tournament. So we used to meet Friday, in uh, you know, in the early years, we'd meet Friday at the at the hotel or whatever at the rink, and then play that game, and away we go. But then as time went on, we, we started doing the night before. So we would drive down on the night before, which was the Thursday and we would stay, you know, and get into it a little bit. And, and then the tournament was the next day. Then, yeah. Then, <laughs> then, then, then we started hooking up when we meet in Buffalo and we called it the night before the night before, because we go on the Wednesday. So on Wednesday we are, we're all flying in or, or driving in or whatever to Buffalo. And we rented a bus. And so we had a bus pick us up at Buff's house or our bus parents house or whatever. We'd go in on the Wednesday and tee it up on Wednesday night, like till whatever stupid hour in the morning. Pages. And then remember we'd go to pages. Yeah. Pages. Yeah. Pages. <laughs> and then we'd be back at Buff's house and just, you know, there's 18 guys sleeping at Buff at either Buff's or, or at Whitey's. Whitey's right. place. At Whitey's, yeah. 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 And then the bus would pull up to, and Whitey would get up and feed us. So he'd have him, uh, you know, they, they would feed us this mammoth breakfast, like unbelievable. Right. Cote? Yeah. And, it was awesome. And, yeah. And Whitey be, loved it. He yeah, loved it. Yeah. We'd be chowing down for an hour or so. Just barbs were just flying right back and forth, back and forth. And then this big ass buck bus pulls up in the middle of cheek to walk. And we pile into the bus and this now we're on the, the, the day before and we leave in a bus and then we, we had planned a, a skate halfway up, you know, we would stop and go for a skate and whatever. So the one year I remember with Westy, we're, we're, we're driving up uh, on the bus. And we, as soon as we got on the bus, we'd crack one. Right. And so we got, and we got ample supply. I mean, it was beautiful. Everybody fully loaded. And then, uh, so we're on our way up this one time on the bus. And so we, we, and the pickup was eight in the morning or something. You know, so we've been out to pages till one of the bars close at two o'clock in Buffalo, yep. I think, or whatever, we're out two, whatever. And then, then we get up at eight and we're right back into it that, you know, by the time we hit the 90, we're like, you know, frosties are just rolling. We're on our second one already. And then we're driving all the way up. And then one year we, so I used to research these places where we could rent the ice and, you know, so we stopped at, uh, uh, this bar in God, Pulaski, Pulaski. Oh, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Last guy, yeah. The one in on the snow belt. It's one of those cities where you read about where they get the odd 48 inch snowfall because they're right on the east side of the lake there. And so we stopped in, and there was a place called Ma Barker's, which was a bar that was honest to God had to be 60, 70 years old. Yeah. And we'd go into the place, and there was a bunch of chip tooth people sitting at the bar at the tables, and you know, and then we come rolling in with, you know, as Westy said, a full squad, right? And we'd have the gear on, like every year we got gear, like 10 men, this and 10 men, that, and, you know, we'd come rolling in this bar and we drink up a storm in this bar. And then we had to go about another hour to the skate. The skate was at a place called star Lake, New York. You can Google it up. There's the population is probably 112 and we went in and they got this great outdoor barn. Like it's, it's one of those ones that's outdoors, but it's got a, a roof, roof over it. it. There's a roof yeah. over it. Yeah. No sides. And it's like 20 degrees, right? If that, maybe it was 10, you know? And so we get off, we got off the bus and we, we're, we know remember we're going to the skate. bill at Ma, remember the bill at Ma Barker's. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wasn't it like $80? We'd had yeah. about four beer each yeah. and food. And the guy goes, it's 80 bucks. Yeah. So we, so we get off, tip. we get off the bus, the bus parks in the lot of the, of the rink. We get off the bus, we pile in and little did I know that Westy and Kinger just took off right across the street. There was a bar called Clark and Peggs, right? And so they skipped the skate and they went right to the bar, Clark and Peggs. So we're out there skating and it was good. It was good that we had the skate, right? It was like 45 minutes and, you know, you know, you work a few beers off and stuff like that. And then we got dressed and we went over, <laughs> we went over to Clark and Peggs. And then, so I, I go, I go into the doors of, of Clark and Peggs and the bar. So these two guys are sitting with their backs to me at the bar. Right. And, and I see the, the bartender giving them each a bourbon, like a, a <laughs> shot of bourbon and they got whatever other drink. So I go up and I'm like, and, and, and Westy and King are like flooring, you know? And then I go, I go, you guys into the Brown already. And, and, you know, Kinger's like, fuck you, daddy. And then, and then Kinger says, <laughs> it's the bar. And I don't know who came in with me. I don't know if it was you, Cote or, or some, maybe Sid or whatever, but they got the Berman and, and Kinger says to the bartender, give me, give me another two bourbons and two butterscotch schnapps for my fine feathered friends. <laughs> You'll have to cut that, but that's yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> and Westy and him were just blotto. Like, absolutely. Oh. Like, they, you know, they just, it was unreal. And I think one of them was hitting on Clark or on Peg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Maybe it was Clark. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're, we, so we sat around all day. And then later, you know, as you said, Cote, like we were drinking, we were eating, oh. we, you know, whatever. And that, remember the guy they had a they had a chef that came out and, he, <laughs> and somebody called him Lil because he yeah <laughs> he came out of the kitchen and so we, we started calling this guy Lil the whole time we're there <laughs> and Lil brought our food out put it on the table and everything I mean like Cote says we get the bill and say eighty nine dollars or something and we're you know we got twenty guys we've been in there for two hours. <laughs> and we carried these two Westy and Kanger. We carried them back on the bus. But do you think their shift was done? Nope. 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 Right to the cottage. Yeah. We get, from there, it was another, what, two hours or, or so to the cottage, which was in Lake Placid. That was our stomping grounds. And, and oh my God. And then there was another stop. We'd stop. Remember, Westy, we stopped at that place, uh, Al's Lounge. Yeah. Where, uh, where Kinger hit Tupper. his head on the TV. Yeah, in Tupper Lake. Yeah. In Tupper, another beauty of a town. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's where and that we, picture is. We've got Donnie. We've got that yeah. picture from there. Yeah. And we go rolling into to Al's Lounge and, and tee it up again. And so here we are. We left Buffalo at 8 a.m. It's a six-hour ride. We get to the cottage at 8 p.m. You know, and well, then we six, go. It's a six-hour drive on a bad day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how how that turned into a twelve hour trek, I don't know, but <laughs> but, but that's where Westy and Kinger became best buds because of the brown, the bourbon. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The rest Maker, is history. Makers Mark. <laughs> oh, that's awesome stuff. And and the nickname Roasty, I guess. Where where did that originate from? Al, Al's that, Lounge. Yeah, that yeah, was that's Kinger. That was there. Kinger came it on, and Kinger instead that, of saying Westy, called you Roasty. <laughs> Westy's roasted. <laughs> and that's where it came from. And he was oh, roasty the whole best. weekend. Donnie just lost it. He's like, he just <laughs> called him roasty. Oh, that's good stuff. What a pair those those two are. Yeah. And then, of Thank course, you. 
in the year we won since, that year. Yeah, Did we? yeah. I think and so. Then, and then in the year since, you know, at Dom Day, every time the two of them get together, you know, and somehow a bottle of bourbon between you two and Dewey, a bottle of bourbon shows up on the sidelines, usually just before the sing along, and they and they <laughs> are just, they are just gassed like. Well, you, know, you know what the thing is, Donnie? Yeah. My buddy across the street, where we leave the cones and all that stuff, he's a huge bourbon drinker, Reg. So, so that's oh, where so all so it comes from every year. Dom Reg, Reg's fault. Yeah. Oh, he he yeah. walks it across? He walks yeah. across the ball? Yeah. Good guy. What a guy. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> you might put and, him and up Justin, the you'd like this. And as Donnie said, you know, we probably won five or six times. And every year, guys would come back. And they'd open up their hockey bag, and the medal from the year before is usually sitting in the bottom of the bag. Eh? A lot of Rust, guys that go home, rusted, rusted. yeah, rusted. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. Other guys from other teams go home and show their wives. We're just like, no, that thing's in the way. Or you just <laughs> left it on the bus. Who cared? It was classic. <laughs> Which leads us to the storm of the century, Justin. Yeah. Oh. So why don't you, Cote, tell us a bit uh, about the storm of the century? What, what, what year was it, Donnie? Ninety-three. Ninety-three. I'll just yeah. remember we stayed in that hotel that kind of had the the lounge up top near the end. Right. And yeah. Westy, what, would you have a truck then? I had a truck then, but I, that was the year I, I took Joey's car. Yeah. And I just remember the, on the Sunday and you looked at your car, the snow was to, up to the roof. Yeah. It was right to the roof. And you were just like, I have, I have, it was basically, fuck it. I'm not shoveling that out. I will stay longer. It was, well, there's it no was way to shovel it out. Yeah. <laughs> But that, was, a, that was a that was a good hotel. That was a great hotel yeah. that we had there with yeah, that what was lounge the name of that hotel? Well, it, it was a Ramada. Ramada. Uh, I think it was Ramada when we first started going there, and it had okay, that great. Yeah. It had that great bar. Shocker. Nick's. The bar right was up, Nick's. It, yeah, right <laughs> up against right up against the 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 what do you call it? Sunroom or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, you know, we kind of got carried away there, and uh, and then we, and then <laughs> all well, the. Remember- the t- they're talking about the storm coming, the storm coming. And, the, and then it turned out it was three feet, three feet of snow, you know. Did you and, did uh, you go with Gordy McRae? Like, did you supply cigarettes for the McRae's that year? I supplied the McRae's with cigarettes every year. That was a- <laughs> yeah. yeah, theirs were stuck in the machine. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Did you, I remember the look, down, I remember- did you used to drive down with Gordy? Never used to drive down with him. No, I think that year I came because at, at that point you guys were going the night before, and I couldn't. I could never get there until uh, Friday. Thank God. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I that remember, was I remember the- on the was this, was the Sunday night. We went into Nick's first. We met at Nick's, and there's like three feet of snow, and it's still coming down. And they're calling, you know, the army and emergency services and everything else because the town's so fucked. And we're sitting there. We had a couple of drinks at Nick's, and we said we're going down to Joe's. No, that Jimmy's. little pizza. That who? Jimmy's. Jimmy's. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That little pizza. <laughs> and the, the bartender looked at us like we were from Mars. He said, "What do you mean you're going out in this stuff?" We, yeah. Well, it's just around a quarter. We'll we'll get there. <laughs> so we went in our running shoes, right, Donnie? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was the year they actually they actually canceled the playoffs and the championship on the Sunday. They canceled yeah. it because of the snow. Yeah. And we're and we're like, what the hell? Yeah. yeah. So, so we just teed it up and acted like we won it, you know. <laughs> That's another one on the shirt, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, but, but Westy, one year we're in the championship game. We're on the thirty-two rink, 
and it was a tight game. I think we were playing Carlisle again. Remember, we always played Carlisle, yeah. The, yeah. And we're and the actions down the other end, and the Rockies. You know, it's, it's like a two-one or a three-two game, and all of a sudden there's this big crash, and we all look down, and Westy fell over in the crease. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> He just, <laughs> he just fell over, you know? So, I mean, God, God bless the guy. I don't know how you did it, Westy. After all that, to just stand there and, you know, you had some amazing games after, after a weekend of just total. Well, there, there was some adrenaline going on there, I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, that's fantastic. Hopefully so we, we could do it again. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I never, never wanted to let anybody down. So, you know, you have to, you have to do something. Awesome stuff. So we did talk a bit about the Brown stuff uh, already, and we talked about, obviously, your friend, uh, Reg Phillips. Um, he yep. did win the Fan of the Year in 2015, Donnie. Right, so yep. we've, we've already, uh, we've recognized Reg uh, and his, uh, his, his, his uh, makers. Yes, is he in the exactly. program? Is he yes, in the he program? Is. Yeah, yeah, he won in 2015. Yep. Did he Westy's the... neighbor? No, we started the fence there, didn't we, Westy? Yeah, the I year play, the, I play hockey with him, and he lives across yeah. the street. So we stored oh, right, the guy, like yeah. the, yeah. the traffic cones Tra- and all that stuff. All we stuff, just left yeah. at his place. Probably the fence. Yeah. No, the fence we threw in uh, Woodward's yard. Yeah, yeah, no, the fence. Yeah, and the fence now is with uh, Tuesday Filming. But that uh, that year now, if I remember correctly, was the rain year, and he had all the stuff that helped us dig the ditch and helped us. Dig oh yeah, the ditch there was all to, that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, to drain drain it. <laughs> the, that's how we had the drainage trench for home plate. Yeah, yeah. The year, the year uh, that we got all that rain and and the uh, yeah. So I, so I was going to say talking about the brown stuff, but we wanted to talk about another type of alcoholic beverage that you enjoyed, the Molson Stock Ale. Uh, <laughs> that was brought up. Well, I used to take that to parties, so, so I knew if somebody else was drinking it, they were drinking mine. <laughs> Cheap bastards. <laughs> So what is a Molson stock ale? I mean, for, for us. Yeah, for the millennials. Yeah, you can still get it. Can you? Yeah, well, yeah. It's a little like dusty, but it's probably still in the stubbies. <laughs> <laughs> actually, funny thing, say, it, the last time I actually ideas. saw it, uh, we were playing at a tournament up in Muskoka at the cottage. <laughs> and we played in Bracebridge and they are Bala and they, they didn't have a bar in the rink. So the beers were at the local legion and sure enough i went in there and that was one of the four bottles they had ready to go there was like ex-canadian molson stock and, and golden or something i think did you drink and them all this was this was in the late 90s oh, wow. they had a few bottles left over i think so yeah the, the bracebridge legion types like it i guess uh, that's fantastic stuff so all this talk about about boozing it should surprise nobody that you're a two-time winner of the Mickey Mantle Award in 98 and 2003. I'm assuming both those years you didn't make it to the party, Westy? Yeah, I think one of them I did. <laughs> one of them you did? Yeah. I'm shocked you only won it twice, actually, Westy. Jonesy kept beating them. Yeah, there was a little competition. Tough, there, yeah. tough competition. Still. I think they only awarded it five years, didn't they? Yeah, it wasn't, yeah. wasn't many years. I'm looking now. It's about 10 years. Tex, Tex got it. Grabbed it. Tex won it. Tex. Jonesy won it three times. Uh, no, Jonesy Tex, won it Tex four might times. might have had it on Saturday morning one of those years, I think. <laughs> yeah. King, uh, Kinger should have won it the one year. Oh, boy. He made Ooh. it with that bear. Kinger. Yeah. <laughs> that was, when he pulled it in the limo? Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was when it was shut down by the Poobah, though. He didn't like yeah. that award. Yeah. Bastard. <laughs> the fun killer. Yeah, fun killer. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Dick's the fun killer. <laughs> so, so I noticed talking- he's not on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a reason. We only have a 10-minute podcast. <laughs> uh, funny stuff. So, okay, so tell, tell us a bit then, obviously, about some of your party recollections. I mean, the ones that you did make it to, Westy, like what, what are some of your recollections of the, the Dom Day party? I mean, the, the one that set the standard was the Winter Circle that year, the, the food fucking food one. I mean, what a venue for that. That was, that was, just, that was just classic. <laughs> I mean, I, and Westy, I, if you were Donnie look- had a couple in them. I couldn't buy <laughs> He's the only guy I know that could come up with that food fucking food song on a microphone. Scotty, every... Can you give us some words to it? That, that was all the words. Can you to sing it. a bit? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> give me some roast beef, and you can take those creamers now, and, and that fucking coffee too, and that and that big tray of stale rolls. <laughs> We need, we need some food, food. fucking, fucking food. food. And then the best part was that I, I, I called everybody up to the stage and I'm like, what kind of food, guys? Food. food. Fucking, fucking, fucking food. food. <laughs> the roof came off. And I remember the people staring out of the kitchen doors going, what the hell? <laughs> what happened? What did, is, what did we sign up for? Yeah, this, is, this is a different banquet. <laughs> <laughs> They're yelling at us. <laughs> what, why did we only do go? Why, why did we stop going there? I wonder they, why, Paul. Wonder why Some people are saying food, fucking food <laughs> to the kitchen staff. That yeah, didn't help. Those guys back. I remember <laughs> one, of, one of the later parties was at uh, Stripes down at uh, Dixon and uh, Dixon and Martin Grove. Yeah. Well, we were they still were going there for a few years until a few years. Yeah, we went there for a few years. Yeah, that yeah. was a great spot. And then Johnny Straits. Remember Straits? Straits, yeah. On Martin Grove? Yeah, it was funny. This when we were going to Stripes, that was our after Thursday night hockey place. They actually they actually sponsored us. I was standing there at one of the Dom Day parties and uh, walked up to the bar, and I was I was like four deep. And uh, the barmaid, who was the same girl that works every Thursday, yells over to me, "Paul, what do you want?" And somebody looked around at me like, "What the fuck? How do you do this every year?" You're nowhere near the bar, and somebody's asking you exactly what you want from that far away. I think I think it was Al. He was he was a little pissed that <clears throat> I was getting served ahead of him. Well, he's he's not used to that type of service. You got to pay for service, I think. Yeah, right? yeah, and he's not used to paying for anything. Yeah, hey, he, Westy. He's, he's used to the service you get after you never tip. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Westy. I think during this podcast you got COVID. No, I don't you know what you're it is. doing. A lot of sniffling there. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, as long as you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Absolutely so, no chance I got COVID. <laughs> so so Westy, I mean, there are definitely some parties as well that you don't have much of a recollection, but maybe uh some of the other guys have recollections on your behalf. Like anybody tell us about, you know, I we've heard that he passed out in a bathtub or got lost in a hotel. Like, what's some of your recollections of of Westy and enjoying a couple beverages? Well, I just remember they don't remember either. <laughs> oh, yeah, Joe, Joe, Westy's original partner, Joey, God rest her soul, wonderful, wonderful lady who, so drag him back to Stacy, the hotel that Stacy used to run, right? So you guys would always stay there at the old, yeah. um, well, I, I don't know, I worked Constellation? there. Constellation? No, it wasn't a no. Constellation. The Carlton, was the Carlton, Carlton place, Carlton. right? Carlton. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and Westy always have got into the brownie bed before he left the field. And then 
I think Joey had lied down to have a little nap and then got up and went to find you. And you had, she, she didn't know where you went because you were sleeping down in the shower. I think she'd looked in at the shower. You were, <laughs> look, there was no noise going on. So uh, shut the door. And then it was like, where'd Westy go? And found out you were sleeping in there. It doesn't make you a bad person. <laughs> Didn't make you a bad person. So yeah, I don't so know she, about where you got lost. In- she came down to the lobby when I happened to be coming in. It's like I've lost, I've lost Paul. What do you mean you lost him? Well, he, he's Paul? gone. He's gone. Yeah. Oh, you mean Westy? Yeah. So <laughs> then I then I I'm traipsing all around the hotel, going in every room, every banquet room, every restroom, whatever, looking for Westy. <laughs> Finally, we gave up, went to the party. Thanks, guys. Yeah, he was sleeping in the dump. He was sleeping in the in the bathtub. Perfect. Oh, that's awesome stuff. Alrighty, guys. Any other any other last minute thoughts or or memories on on the parties and that stuff? Good. Alrighty, guys. We're gonna get into some final words here uh, before we wrap up. Westy, we're gonna start with you. Um, just some final thoughts on, on Dom Day. Obviously, missed uh, the last few years. What are some final thoughts as we hopefully head back this year? Boy, yeah, something I certainly need. I mean, the <laughs> I haven't seen too many. Uh, haven't seen anybody in person like from Dom Day. So I mean, it's it's, it's tough. Um, not that many people, you know, even up here, you know, we used to live around the corner from Woodsy and uh, still see senior every once in a while, but that's about it. So it'd be nice to get back and uh, see everybody again. And uh, hopefully everybody's good. Awesome see, she, see, see Shep and get the full story on what happened to him. Listen well, to the podcast. Listen to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We just had the shepherd. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're another so, 25 to go. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I'm going to binge it all. He's, he's still rolling about the Wendy Jim story. Just <laughs> yeah. listen to it. Yeah. Uh, that's good stuff. All right, Donnie, final yeah. thoughts. No, I, with Westy, I can't wait to see him again. He was a treat, like, on all those 10-men trips. And uh, when I think of Westy at, at the field, I think the first thing is, I don't know that I've ever seen him sit down. Like he's all, I just picture him standing over there, right. With a, with a stock ale or whatever it is in his hand. And with that look on his face and, and uh, it's just great. You know, and th- those are the things you miss. I mean, I picture exactly where he's standing. I don't think, do you ever sit down? Like you're always standing. You know what, you know what the problem is? If I sit down, I start getting stiff so fast. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to get up for the next game. Makes sense. Makes it's sense. just easier but, to stand. But uh, no, I have just this feeling a, age might be catching up with me. Just a fun guy and uh, a lot of a lot of great stories that we've talked about and many more. But uh, can't wait to see you again, bud. I miss you. Yeah. Cote, final thoughts. Well, I, I you know I got to know Westy in high school and certainly a lot of great memories at his parents' place and uh, Howie and Ed. They were they were awesome to all of us and uh, we we certainly appreciate it because they certainly took care of us on lots of uh, weekends when we would end up crashing at Westies and stuff like that and certainly memories of sitting in, you know there was nothing like sitting in a dressing room in Lake Placid next to Westie getting ready to go out for a game and he's smoking a cigarette and you're just making sure all that smoke went in your lungs before you went on the ice. Like it, it was nothing better. I always remember Gordy Copeland the few times he went, he really acknowledging that cigarette smoke. So that was kind of always fun, but uh, always enjoyed 
certainly sitting with Westy at, at dawn day. We're on the first base side, a, a great friend and uh, certainly spent lots of good, you know, lots of weekends with him and, and all sorts of things. So yeah, definitely miss seeing him through all this and uh, Westy look forward to, I'll, I'll even tip a Brown when I get to see you again. So look forward to seeing you in the summer, bud. And you better make the next party, you idiot. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Babe, final thoughts. Uh, I mean, Westy's been a, a great friend, as Cote said, from high school. And and the fact that Westy went to Keeler Mackay and we went to TCI, you would have never known that Westy actually went to Keeler Mackay. You thought he'd go, gone to TCI because he was around all the time. And, but we had so many great times together and, you know, thinking of Westy, you know, playing and Donnie saying, you know, he never sits down while he's played, you know, hockey the night before he's got a hundred shots in the 10 men, you know, or TCI West Humber game. And then he's, he's always pulled a hamstring like after game one and he's got the tape going around his leg. So I go, no wonder he can't sit down. But, but we've, you know, we've been great friends for a long time from, you know, even renting the ice at Pine Point, uh, when we were in high school and we get it Mid- at like midnight on Fridays, midnight on Fridays. And I go out there and I would, I remember I was teeing him up on Westy and finally he came up to me and said, babe, you know, do you mind not taking slap shots? But if you're going to take them from center ice. <laughs> I can't, but, I can't believe you remember that. I, oh, one thing I remember from that was this was, uh, I think, I think you had just been, uh, you just signed your deal to go to Clarkson. Yeah. Yeah. So you were sort of in between, uh, the Royals and that as I've, you know, of course we had a couple of drinks before that happened on Friday nights. <clears throat> so babe's teeing him up from center ice. I'm, I'm ready for him. I'm you know, I got my, much as I could see him, I, you know, ready for it. He tees one up. He took my stick off above my blocker and I hadn't even seen it. Didn't move, <laughs> didn't see it. And it just sheared it off. And I mean, took it right off. And the stick wasn't that old. It was, I just, I'm just like, holy shit, this, this is bad. Better not do this much more. <laughs> you kept playing, that, Leslie. That's the important part. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I went and got another stick and away we went. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's just great times. I can't wait to see Westy again. And, and yeah, you too, man. Them. Yeah. It'll be great. And I, like everybody, I go, you know, it's always a tough time, but I'm glad you're starting to listen to the podcast too, uh, no, that's awesome stuff, guys. So we're we're gonna wrap it up here. I just have some final thoughts before we before we close. I mean, obviously for me, I I have a lot of good childhood memories from obviously Westy, uh, Westy, Joey, and Lisa. Um, you know, looking back, I think about you know some of the stuff or from their their obviously our families. Uh, would hang out and I think about, uh, you know, Carly on the Sea-Doo with, with Westy uh, up at Annan's Cottage um, and and just some of the other memories about, uh, obviously, uh, one of the things that jumps out to me is his next door neighbors swimming in the uh, the koi plant <laughs> pond in, in Aurora. And every time I'd go over to their house, how obsessed I was with the fact that these two large people would go into this koi pond that was just barely the size of them. And I'd peer over the wall and, and watch them all the time. And they'd all be heckling me and encouraging me to, you know, people over the, f- the fence, which probably in, in retrospect, maybe not a good idea. I could have been arrested, but <laughs> I was young at that age, but no, a lot of good, a lot of good memories with Westy. And obviously, you know, now, uh, as, as the guy who, uh, he's always telling to get the fuck out of his way on team McRae on, on defense and just let him see the damn shot, you know, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of fun times and a lot of good memories, Westy. I'm looking forward to obviously seeing you back at the field and, uh, hopefully, you know, we're, we're back on the ice too soon, uh, 
you know, letting 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 Brett Walton burn me on the left hand side and come in on a shot in in, in the Rexville Winter Classic. And go ahead hunting, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome stuff, guys. We're gonna leave it here. Uh, to our to Westy, thank you for joining us, and to our listeners, looking forward to seeing you next week. Um, be sure to, as always, like, rate, and subscribe to the Dom Details podcast, and see you next week. Want to tell you a story about the house in blue. I come home one Friday Had to tell the landlady I done lost my job She said that don't confront me Long as I get my money next Friday Now next Friday I come I didn't get the rent And out the door I went So I goes to the landlady So you let me slide I have the rent for it tomorrow The next day I don't know So say let me slide it on You know people I notice when I come home in the evening She ain't got nothing nice to say to me But for five years She was so nice Lord she would love her it. I come home one particular evening the landlady said, you got the rent money yet? I said, no, can't find no job. Therefore, I ain't got no money to pay the rent. She said, I don't believe you're trying to find no job. Said, I seen you today, you were standing on a corner, leaning up against a post. I said, but I'm tired. I've been walking all day. She said, that don't confront me. Long as I get my money next Friday. Now next Friday I come out in the rent, and out the door I went. So I go down the street, down to my good friend's house. As a look man, I'm outdoors, you know. Can I stay with you maybe a couple of days? He said, uh, let me go and ask my wife. He come out of the house. I can see his face. I know there was no. He said, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, she got a funny, you know. I said, I know. Everybody funny. Now you for that, too. So I go back home. I tell the landlady, I got a job. I'm going to pay the rent. She said, yeah. I said, oh, yeah. And then she was so nice Lord, she would love it, love it So I go in my room Pack up my things and I go I slip on out the back door Down the streets I go she are uh, hollering about the front rent. She'll be lucky to get in the back rent. She ain't gonna get none of it. So I stop in the local bar, you know, people. I go to the bar. I rent my coat. I call a bartender. I said, look, man, come down here. He got down there. So what you want? I want bourbon. I want scotch. I want beer. 
baby, since I don't know when I've been drinking bourbon whiskey, scotch and gin Gonna get high, man, I'm gonna get loose Need me a triple shot of that juice Gonna get drunk, don't you have no fear I want one bourbon, one scotch, one beer One bourbon, one scotch, one beer But I'm sitting out At the bar I'm getting drunk I'm feeling mellow I'm drinking bourbon I'm drinking scotch I'm drinking beer Look at a bar They got a bartender Doesn't look mad Come down here So what you want? I want bourbon I want scotch I want beer No, I ain't seen my baby since the night before last Gotta get a drink, man, I'm gonna get gas Gonna get high, man, I ain't had enough Leave me a triple shot of that stuff Gonna get drunk, won't you listen right here I want one bourbon, one shot, one beer One bourbon, one shot, one beer Well, all right this time I said look man oh, what time is it he set the clock on the wall said three o'clock a last call for alcohol so what you need 
my baby since I lie on a week Gotta get drunk, man, so I can't even speak Gonna get high, man, listen to me One drink ain't enough, Jack, you better make it three 